ended up becoming a Zulu shaman in South Africa. And then this entire, you know, my entire business has really come about just by paying attention to signs and doors that open. Welcome to the Alignment is a New Hustle podcast, a place where you learn how to be your best resource. I'm your host, Jody K. Edwards, influencer and intuitive success coach for entrepreneurs just like you. If you're looking to build a better business and a better mindset, then you're in the right place because I am obsessed with helping you uphold your life by offering you strategies and mindset shifts that you can implement today. My soul's purpose is to help you grow your business and expand your mind by providing actionable steps you can take to release the magic within you right now. How we choose to think is how we get the things that we want in our lives. So get further faster by aligning your mind. Welcome to the next episode of alignment is a new hustle welcome back to the podcast today i have a special guest here her name is makozi candace and she bridges the gap by making spirituality practical what is so amazing about this woman is she uses her vast spiritual knowledge of the self to help her clients align themselves to the physical realm so they can manifest a magical abundant af life Woo! i have chills again <laughs> just a giant chill that's so, so cool. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really, I've been looking forward to this since you invited me. I know we're going to like spill some, some juiciness today, you know, just like yeah, delicious tea, tea <laughs> today. So let's do it. <laughs> I would love for you to tell the audience a little bit more about you, what you're all about, what kind of, what your journey has been up until this moment. Oh my gosh. So I, I promise I won't go into too much because I mean, we're talking about 30 years here. Um, but I am not the type of person I think that would have been on a spiritual journey. I just kind of allowed myself to, um, to get to this place. But um, it, I, this really kind of all started about five years ago. Um, I graduated from college. I was planning to go, you know, to medical school. That was what I thought was going to be my path. Um, but I had my son around that time and, and figured out really quickly that I did not want to leave him. So I just, like at that moment, I started going against the grain, going against what society says makes sense. <laughs> so I took a job as a manager at Target while my son was little, absolutely hated it, <laughs> even though it was technically a good job because I was making good uh, salary with benefits and, you know, oh, I had a 401k, etc. cetera. Um, but I realized after struggling to have him that I wanted to be at home with him. I was like, why would I go through all of this struggle to have a kid? <laughs> I went through a lot to get pregnant. Um, so I was like, I need to be at home with him. And what, I don't know how, but that's what I need to do. So around that time, a lot of people get that. Bitten by the entrepreneur bug, they're like, I want to be with my children or be with my fur babies or experience life. So absolutely i had that moment and looking back i already I, I always had some entrepreneurial bug in me like i i started a little business mentoring when i was like 12 um <laughs> yeah so it goes selling rhubarb pies i have amish family i was like hustling pies at 10 <laughs> so i've always like kind of had that um that go getter type of spirit so anyway, I had, um, you know, about a year after college ended an opportunity to um, get into direct sales. And so I, I literally like ordered my kid on a Friday, quit my job that following Monday. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was nuts. Um, tons of pressure. <laughs> tons of, yeah. Um, but the pressure was kind of good for me because um, I went 
from literally zero to the top 1% in the company in nine months wow. with that pressure. Yeah. Um, but despite all of that, there was, I was still, I, I still felt called to something more, but I didn't know what the something was. Um, there was some, you know, a lot of synchronicity happening, which opened the door to me meeting some people, <laughs> some, you know, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I won't go into all of it, but I ended up um, entering initiation with the Dogon in West Africa. And that was kind of like my purse, like it was just for me. It was like my personal journey of, I feel like this is gonna make me just a better person. That's where it started was I just want to be the best, like the best mom, the best wife I can be, like the just the best human being that I can be. Absolutely. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. So um I spent three years in that in that initiation um and and completed, graduated, all of that. And then through that process, um, it came out that I would have to eventually become a priestess or a shaman. Um, and again, opportunities just opening up because I remained open. Um, I ended up getting on a plane and flying to South Africa with it was just me and my back, my, my backpack, <laughs> um, to go and, and stay with people that I didn't know and enter into this initiation that I didn't know what really to expect and ended up becoming a Zulu shaman in South Africa. And then this entire, you know, my entire business has really come about just by paying attention to signs and doors that open that that's it wow and that you know it's really cool that it seems like you know when we see those quotes like love guided us here but it's really amazing when we can say that like okay intuition brought us here and what is the transformation you've been able to provide for people in your community and the people, your clients, just from this experience alone? What do you think makes you um, a little bit different than other people out there because you've experienced it? Um, I find that most people, um, there's a lot of talk right now about manifestation. Like that is kind of like the entry point for a lot of people into spirituality in general. Um, because it sounds so wonderful, right? Like, oh, all I have to do is like learn these things and then I can, I can just attract any and everything that I want. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> right. But the truth of the matter is, is that the, the actual first step is you have to actually uncover who you really are, because if you are not in touch with that authentic self, then you will just continue to manifest things that are not actually fulfilling. You just end up manifesting more problems because these are things that you think you want, but they're things that were implanted in you yeah. from you know childhood or maybe an experience that you had, et cetera, et cetera. So my perspective is, is that we all come into the world with a purpose. And that purpose is to live the human experience and bring all of our gifts out into the world. Now, most of us have been suppressed and, and had our gifts dulled, and we don't even recognize oftentimes what our gifts are. So this is actually a process of peeling back layers and it is not comfortable <laughs> and it is not pretty at all. However, as you do that, you are peeling away or, or breaking down the, 
um, the chains that have been holding you back. So this becomes your freedom. It is the path to becoming free and fulfilled and having a life where every morning you wake up knowing that today I'm, I'm going to be bringing some epicness into the world because all I have to do is just be me and allow my gifts to come out in all the various different ways that um, serves me best, but then also serves other people as well. Well, if I had a issue I was trying to overcome, or if I had a personal vice, let's say, or I wanted to shift into like the next level entrepreneur, what, what would that look like in terms for me to maybe leave old habits or relearn new habits, right? I think a lot of people don't understand that there's like a specific level of reprogramming that has to happen in your brain before you can just be it, you know, and we always see how easy it is, quote unquote, to just think it, see it, be it, feel it, achieve it, all of those, whatever order you want to put, it, put that in. Um, but what what is the first step to feeling back that layer so you can be closer to the thing that you want? So the first thing that I usually take people through, um, one of the things that is really common in all of our ancient spiritual systems is some form of divination, okay? And we're talking about essentially reading your energy, but not your current energy, but the energy that you were born with. So um, I usually will take people through um, various divination systems that could look like astrology, right? Or it could look like human design, which is, you know, really popular right now. I Ching, um, cowrie casting, et cetera, et cetera. And getting people in touch with first who they actually came to be, which is usually really shocking for people. <laughs> yeah, that's usually really shocking. Like they operate in this one way, but actually they were born to be in this, this other way. They have certain energy, certain gifts that they need to bring out. So that's usually the first like practical step. Get to know who you actually are and utilize some of these tools that already exist that are helping you to get in touch with who you really are. That's first and foremost. And the second thing is to, you know, my thing is question everything, starting with yourself. Always question yourself without adding, without adding shit to it. Okay. Like don't add shame and guilt and more negative emotion about the way that you behave. Just observe as if you were sitting on your own shoulder, the way that you speak to people, um, decisions that you made that have got you to this point, um, your spending habits, your, your friends, um, people who you're attracting. What is that, you know, everything is a lesson. So you have to ask yourself, what is this teaching me? I think Why am I behaving this way? Even in the moment, I'm just like, does this feel good? Do I, do I like this? Why am I doing this? And like at its most simplest form, just checking in yourself, I realize it's so helpful. And that's, I'm not sure why that work is a little bit harder for people. In some resistance, would you agree? A lot of people are like, well, it's, I've always been this, right? <laughs> or it's what I know. But um, yeah, you bring up some amazing points of just challenging that um challenging your own reality which is kind of like mind-blowing in itself to like why is this tree here why do i wake up late right it's <laughs> it's just it's so interesting i love that you can really learn so much about yourself absolutely i think too um new age spirituality really talks a lot about does like does it does this actually feel good right? But actually in most ancient wisdom, it's, it 
comes more from a place of discomfort is actually where you grow. So you actually intentionally put yourself in discomfort. And it starts from asking yourself, is this actually serving me? Not, you know, not necessarily is it just feeling good, but is it also serving me? Because sometimes we do things um, out of that habit that you were just talking about, like, oh, I've just always done things this way. But the real barometer is, is that actually taking me closer to what I want my life to be like? Is, how is this serving me? And is there another option? I actually encourage people to pay really close attention to what scares the hell out of them and what makes them uncomfortable. Because usually your ego is hitting on those things and causing that discomfort, causing that fear, because that is the place that you need to go. That's the place where you need to move through the fear. A lot of my clients come and they're like, how do I stop being afraid of doing this thing? I'm like, you don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You do that shit anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. There's so much fear really. It's, it's kind of like grieving in real life. You don't ever get over the loss of a pet or from a loved one. You kind of learn to live with it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a beautiful thing about fear as well is you don't really have to focus on getting rid of it. You just have to learn how to be, how to live with it right so all of those things of course now I don't know who could possibly be ringing my doorbell <laughs> of course now all times of uh we're doing a podcast hopefully they won't bother us again <laughs> but I love that uh that reframe of you have to do it anyway like there's shit you've got to get done regardless of whether or not you're afraid of it or regardless of whether or not you feel like worthy like don't wait until you're at a hundred percent to take action absolutely like the the most amazing beautiful incredible things happened in my life because i was afraid and i knew that that fear was there because it was presenting an opportunity for me to change, for me to grow, for me to become something bigger. And if, if your goals or your vision doesn't scare you, like if it doesn't scare you to have that idea, <laughs> then you probably need to go bigger. Like what you need to, you need, you need to be uncomfortable. And I think that was like, one of the most useful things that I learned in the process of becoming a shaman. Um, I don't talk about it in hopes that people become a shaman. (laughs) People are always asking me like that, uh, you know, should I become a shaman and blah, blah, blah. You don't choose to become a shaman, first of all. That's something that just, you are called to do it. There's an illness that comes with it it's brutal to become a shaman. So no one wants to do that. If you want to, then you probably don't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, in the process, we essentially are, are facing, facing death in the process of having to become a shaman. Is this like death death of self? Can you explain that death a little bit? So there is, there is that, but then there's also like, um, like there's a physical, there's a physical part of initiation where it is very dangerous and not everyone makes it through that process. It is not, yeah, it is a, um, very brutal path to have to walk, but what it taught me was that we are a spirit first. We are powerful beyond 
what we imagine that we can be. And I see that in everyone that I meet. I just see pure potential. Same. I love it. And I get so excited to help people tap into these areas of their life where they perceived it as being negative but then transmuting that or transforming that or reframing that or rewriting the story about those things and then literally taking that muck of their life and reforming it into this incredible beautiful tool that they can use to achieve incredible things that they can't even can't even imagine. I feel like you just in the space, and I apologize, I know there's a little bit of feedback on this, so we're hoping it's not gonna be um, unlistenable. Uh, I'm just gonna go with it. But I feel like just in getting to know a little bit more about you on this episode, there's so many similarities there because I kind of see the same thing. I, you know, I say, okay, you have a mess, let's turn that into a message and a movement. You can attract people to you, whether you're trying to grow your business or just trying to grow your influence or be, um, you know, stand out in your industry. But it really is taking all of that internal chaos we have inside of us. And like, like you said, like, making it into something magical something beautiful and so you know a lot of my terminology is the magic is in you and i love 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 this topic this episode because you're able to actually actualize what that means when i say magic so when people ask me i'm just going to send them to this episode like this is what i mean like you have a universe inside of you let's let's do something with it let's get that light out there um and when i say you know you are your best resource it's really because you are the only one who can figure your shit out. No one else can. Someone can offer insight. Someone else can write the words that you read, but you make the decision to absorb that content, to look at it, to read it, to be mentored, to um, get on a plane, to become a shaman, right? That's, it's like, we're so powerful that we tend to forget that and we surrender our power. We all often feel like there's so much out of our control that we can't change jobs we can't um work on our marriage we can't change our child's habit or you know all these all these can't when in reality it's like well can you connect like we were saying at the beginning of this episode and figure out what you can control what you can change and just that little mindset shift alone i think puts so much momentum and movement towards like what would you say like laying you know laying the path for the rest of your life or maybe you can say it better Yeah, I think um, (laughs) the interesting thing is that I tend to attract clients of all all types of backgrounds. And so um, I don't operate from a place of like, you need to believe what I'm saying when I'm talking about how things work on a spirit level. In fact, I try not to talk about that too much because people are, it's, are just so disconnected from it. <laughs> it's, it's hard for them to even fathom that, but like the rest of the information doesn't get through. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it, it's really useful if people can just, again, this goes back to, there's many truths. You have to choose a truth that's serving you. You have to choose a belief that's actually serving you. So if I tell you, that your your spirit actually is having certain experiences that are connected to your purpose, but it will show up as, like you were saying before, it will show up as the mess, right? It will show up as the trauma. It will show up as the hardship, the challenge, the struggle, the, the dirt, the shame, all of that, right? That's how it will show up because that is where your power lies. When you take all of that, just imagine the, the energy. Let's use an example so we can make this really concrete. Um, there used to be a, a little girl whose name was Amber. And this little girl, Amber, was kidnapped. Okay? Everyone has heard of this story because out of it 
came the Amber Alert, which has saved literally thousands of children's lives. So her parents took this incredible, awful tragedy of, of their child, of their, their baby, you know, and transformed that into something so incredibly powerful that is saving the lives of so many children and will continue to do that. All of us are walking around with deep wounds that are our source of power. The thing is that we, because we don't want to be judged or we don't want um, to look crazy or, <laughs> you know, we, we don't want any of that, we hide those things and stuff them down. But the truth is that that is where we can make the most impact in the world is if we come from that place. I personally, um, it was about two years ago because my, my background, even though I planned to go to med, med school, I went ahead and um, I got two degrees in marketing and also in business because I was like, oh, I've always been good at that. Like if med school doesn't work out. Yeah. I was like, I'll just fall back on that. Right. Um, so about two years ago was when I really started investing in like a business coach. I went through this whole thing, developed this whole business around mindful marketing. Okay. And at the end of working with that coach, after spending thousands of dollars and creating this business, and I was actually working with clients at that time, um, I completely scrapped the whole thing because I realized like, this, this is not where like my deepest wounds are. I'm going to make the greatest impact by sharing my, my experiences in my life, all of the dirt and the trauma and whatever. And now I've taken all of those things and made magic. I I'm obsessed with that. I love that so much because for people who are listening to this that might not have a business idea or might not even be an entrepreneur, we, and maybe they want to, um, there's so much internal that we can look to for the answers. And it sounds like you found yours by realizing, you know, money doesn't bring happiness. It can be the source of it or, you know, understanding that money is energy, it's what you put out. You can definitely earn money or make money, whatever. However, people like, I know sometimes people don't like to say earn or make, whichever one, um, a different way based on that. And I think back to um, a few years ago, uh, someone came into my life and this individual had a lot of pain surrounding a suicide, a death that they had experienced. And it was just a really, really big part of their unhappiness and being around that person I was kind of thinking well there's so much you could do with that to help other people heal um and then there was someone else that I actually went to college with I uh, saw her posting on on Facebook and I actually did not know that she had lost a family member and she had started this whole campaign she was raising money she was speaking out against um mental illness and things like that. And I just kind of the two, like, how many people do we know or come across that have something that are like this number one and they don't really ever do anything with it because they're so engulfed in that pain. And then there's person number two who has a similar um, experience and they are using that to kind of like light the way for change and open up the conversation and raise awareness, raise, raise money. I love how you said that because it's, you know, that was something that you did on your own for your specific situation, but it's something each and every one of us can do. And even if we don't want to scrap something, I always tell people like, you literally can be and do everything if you want to. Um, a lot of the questions I get is, I want to do this. Should I start a second Instagram account? And I'm like, no, you are you. 
brand yourself as you, right? Use your pain to speak to all these different parts. I mean, you can, it's totally up to that individual, but um, that's just kind of like a, a really good idea to say, okay, well, if you have one body, one Instagram account, let's <laughs> make this relatable. And all of a sudden you're interested in, you're no longer interested in magnetic marketing or, you know, you're no longer, or maybe you want to start diving deeper into your spirituality it's okay for you to do those things, right? It's okay for you to stop. It's okay for you to scrap it altogether. It's okay for you to add on to it. I think a lot of times people are looking for permission and we're giving you permission, listener. We are giving you a line tribe. You have permission. <laughs> Don't <Yeah>. do it. <laughs> I love that. Here's the thing too. I, I see a lot of people getting so one-track minded. I am kind of taking a, a, another conversation into not in not enlightenment, but pursuing integration. Mm-hmm. I I know that I am a walking um, <laughs> paradox. I'm a walking paradox. People assume um, because I'm a shaman that I should be uh, like oh, I shouldn't wear makeup or um, I can't like, wear. Um, <laughs> you know, like designer bags yeah. or um, they they get thrown off because I, I say I'm the Cardi B of spirituality because I'm I really- love that. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> like I, humor has always been a part of me and I crack jokes and I do, like I'm just super silly and super goofy. and um and I I like to twerk and you know like and I can yeah like I can be all of those things and guess what I can also be um a mom who tells you like stop doing that get it together Mm -hmm. and then I can also be um you know we're so multi we are multi-dimensional beings the goal of of becoming aligned is to embody right embody all of these different aspects of yourself into one and again bring all of that out so i know that a lot of your listeners are um, entrepreneurs right or they're in their early stages of thinking about what it is that they can do because they're feeling this gap because that gap is coming because they have gifts or experiences or talents or characteristics, traits, et cetera, that they're not actually bringing out into the world. And they're trying to use their business in order to do that. However, that's one way, right? That is one way, but there are so many ways when you focus on embodying all of these different aspects, right? Just like, like on that Instagram account, right? <laughs> you, allow, yes, you allow all of that to exist on that, on that um, platform, right? But then you also carry that into your being. Let's say you have a job right now and you've had a certain experience. You can use that even at your job. It doesn't mean that you always have to, like I, you know, I scrapped that one idea that I had only because it wasn't fully in alignment with me because I was structuring it. I was structuring my mindful marketing business with me behind the scenes. That's not in alignment with me because I'm, I'm a person that needs to be in front. Like that's, that is who I am. (laughs) Right. And it's, and, but that's not to say anything bad about someone who is more behind the scenes that just wasn't in alignment the thing that i think i have done really really well it's like the source of my my excellence is that no matter where i was in my life i allowed myself to be there in its ugliness in its confusion in its i don't know what the hell i'm doing right now um but this this is eventually going to make sense right? Because to be pre-med and then also have degrees in marketing and business made no sense. However, now 
I could not have foreseen that now it makes perfect sense. I use the marketing in my business. I use my understanding of science to translate spiritual concepts in a way that people can understand because they understand science more. Um, use it in healing people, <laughs> right? Like, so when you have these opportunities that open up and your intuition is saying, girl, do that. Like, just do it. Screw what people think. Screw if it makes sense right now. It doesn't have to make sense right now. Um, but eventually, as you keep following that, all of the pieces start to come together. And then you have something, like I know I have created something that is completely unique because it's compiling all of these really seemingly random um, skills and <laughs> talents and experiences into what is now a, a business, yep. um, healing, et cetera, et cetera, whatever you want to call it. And I, I love that you said that too, because I'm always encouraging people to mix different parts of their interests, right? So um, people that know me, they know I'm an actress, a model, a business coach. And for the longest time, I went through this internal conflict of, well, can I post my modeling photos? Like, is my audience going to care that I'm on TV or on a billboard? Do I need to relate that to business? And I'm like, no, I'm putting myself in the spot. And so what I'm hearing from you is that you literally clawed your way out of that box, trampled it, threw it away, and created your own space to allow yourself to be you. And from that comes this whole new moment of not being so defined by other people's judgment because I realized what I got to throw away when I trampled the box as well was I don't care. I mean, I do care, but I don't care about other people's opinion when I'm being authentically me. No one can tell me that I shouldn't model because I'm a business coach. No one can tell me that I shouldn't be acting on this TV show because I'm a business coach. Like, and trust me, people will try to tell you things because of their own perception of life and their own fears and their own judgments. Like when people try and tell you to get back in that box, it's always your, um, I can't think of the word, but it's your right. It's your responsibility. I think that's what I'm looking for. Your responsibility to yourself to say no, because there doesn't have to be a box. You don't have to fit into what ideally a shaman would be just because someone has a different preconceived notion of what a shaman looks like or does, right? Or um, something that, oh, this might be a, this might be a little heavy of a topic, but I think it's really important to say this. Um, coming from Jamaica, living in America now, something that I would get a lot growing up was, oh, should I even say, we're going to go a little racial because I think it's important for people to understand, um, was you're really pretty for a black girl. And I would be like, what? <laughs> what does that mean, right? What does your definition of beauty and black have to do with me? Like, please don't put that on me. And please don't say that to people, like people, period. So that was something I learned at a very, very young age that people will always um, try and give you sometimes these backhanded compliments because they might be fearful for you or they might want something for you. And I realized from having a lot of moments like that growing up that I had to be there for myself. Um, I had to stand up for myself. I had to quickly understand who I was doesn't mean I had to figure it out. Like you said, it's messy, especially as a child going through a teenager to young adult being an adult. We're, we're always evolving. We're always figuring out who we are. But I think when you can anchor in a sense of I'm a business coach, model, actress, I'm a shaman, mom, you know, business coach, mentor, all of these things, when you can stand firmly in what you want to be and who you want to be, what you want to do, it's kind of like everything else kind of falls off. Like people are going to throw their backhanded compliments at you. People are going to, you know, say these things about you, but you can at least, even if you're like, well, I feel like an imposter when I do this, or, you know, I haven't quite made it yet, but I've got an IMDb, but I'm not like in any major movies. Like when you can stand firm in your truth, it's like none of that matters. And we're so focused on what other people think about us that we forget to like what matters to you the 
Absolutely. So, you know, I think another really interesting thing too about that is we we never really notice that people who are um, vanilla, right? And listen, I like vanilla. However, vanilla is not revolutionary, right? It's all those different aspects about us that is going to attract people to us. It is, you know, um, like right now, let's let's pull spirituality into it. There are skin color. We're talking just like plain in the box, like trying to be everything for everyone. Just had to clear. Yes. Like those are the, yeah, those are the people that I'm that I I feel the most for. Like I feel the most compassion for people who everyone likes, because in order to get everyone to like you, you have to be, you have to flip flop all the time. You you have to be like constantly on guard, because. You have to remember like 8 million threads of what you've said. And like, that just has to be a really awful existence. And you're changing right? your story. You're changing your personal story all the time. When right. Just, oh, yeah, I feel, I feel that. I love that you said that. Yeah, those, those really unique things, those really unique experiences, those little quirks, you know, those weird things about you, those are the things that people like your people are going to love, mm-hmm. right? Like I've been told um, before that, um, you know, it's not professional to have locks, Ugh. right? Mm-hmm. Like it is gorgeous. Go creep her Instagram. <laughs> Go creep her Facebook because I cannot stop saying hair. I'm like, girl. <laughs> you know what's so funny though is like, yeah. I- I'm so glad that you, that you said that. There are people who are like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with your hair. Now I want to do my hair like that. And it becomes like this um, stand against this idea that I can't be good at my job if my hair is locked. Yeah. Or um, it's funny how by trampling our own box, we then give other people permission. (laughs) Yeah. to trample their boxes just by existing like I don't have to go and say hey you should trample your box right I just have to show up standing on mine standing on my crumpled mess of a box and say hey this is me <laughs> I almost want it like on a t-shirt we should get t-shirts with little crumpled boxes on them <laughs> forget those boxes they're, they're not serving anyone that's the that is the really interesting Thing about it is we live in a society where at, we're all like trying to force people into boxes and everyone's miserable in their box yeah. it'd be one thing if the boxes actually were helping people like hey I'm going to give you this box mm-hmm. and as long as you stay in it things are going to be good and you're going to be happy no humanity has never been so unhappy as <laughs> as we are right now because we keep putting more boxes, more labels, more stereotypes. Um, and I do feel like my existence is like just a, a walking uh, tornado, I guess, or a, a walking uh, label destroyer. Um, it's so funny, I had a dream even, I think it was, no, night before last, um, because in South Africa, they don't believe, like there's a lot of people that don't believe that people who are mixed can be shamans. Um, and that was like actually the theme of my, of my dream. And I realized that, or I at least choose to see that I chose to come this way to prove to people and to show them that um, our spirits are not limited. We are not limited by our gender by our skin complexion, by where we were born and now we live here, like like you were talking about before. So we have to decide um, 
who we are and just stand in that. Yeah, I love that. And I, um, I know we're kind of about to wrap up here, but that was like, you said that so, so amazingly well. Like I want it to be like a Facebook post and I'm going to have my team go through the show notes and this is definitely something I want to put out there more. It's just on the outside looking in, it's, it's kind of, when I think about it, it's often the people that have trampled their boxes. Not often, because there's people like you and I who have trampled their boxes and we're moving on and we're like, see ya. <laughs> but there's other people who don't fit and they're trying so hard. They're already like outside of that and they're trying to fit into a box, right? And they think that the people over here, um, that's how they get liked. And it's quite the opposite. It's you know, you're already so close. If you feel like you don't fit into a box right now, embrace that because there are so many people trying to get out of that. So many people that feel stuck in the life that they built for themselves, the perception people have for themselves. Um, you know, the biggest example I can think right now is um, who you love, right? There's certain people who fall in love with a gender and then all of a sudden that changes or maybe they get used to the idea that they're going to stay in their truth maybe it never really changed the whole time and they feel like they can't make that shift because well they have family or what would this person think what would this person at work think right that's um really concrete example i can think of so if you're on the outside looking in don't envy those people because they're working their way through something um, but then on the other side too, it's, it's, it's always, it's not always what it seems, right? We just can't, we really need to stop placing our perceptions and our judgment on other people. And as coaches, I know you and I understand, we really have to coach from a place of, um, just like love, right? We're coaching from our heart, not our head in terms of like, yeah, I can list facts all day and I can let you know why this is the way why this works and how energy works and these neurons and gray matter and why your brain thinks those thoughts. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do with that information, right? It's not my place to say, this is fact and this is the only way of life, right? Mm -hmm. So with everything, um, everything that we said today, I'm sure people would love to learn a little bit more about where they can follow you on your journey. Um, if there's anything that you have going on right now that you'd love to share and then just one final word, I would love to hear, um, you know, what alignment really means to you. I know we kind of covered that a little bit, but yeah, what alignment means to you and where, where can we find you? Um, I'm on um, Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Um, I do have a free Facebook group called Purpose, Power, and Prosperity. Um, that is free. Yeah, so um, anyone can join that group. Um, of course, we talk some about spirituality, but again, we're talking about making it practical. Um, and although, you know, we're talking about entrepreneurship, um, a lot of my clients are actually in careers and trying to align, but in a way that is not necessarily in starting a business. So um, it really is for anyone and everyone that is really searching to uncover who they really are and find meaning and purpose in their life and manifest abundance from that place. That place is just going to give you more meaning, more purpose, more happiness, not just manifesting stuff to just be manifesting stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, and they can also find me, um, Makosi, M-A-K-H-O-S-I, um, Candice, C-A-N-D-I-S-S, -S. you know, complicated spellings, <laughs> complicated spellings. It is what it is. Um, but then what does a lot, what alignment means to me is being bold and brave enough to tear down the labels that you've put on yourself and that others have put on you and living your life in such a way, not just your business, not just your job, but living your entire life in a way that honors that and gives you energy and joy 
because you're operating in from that state of flow. Everything is just um, moving like a river and you're just enjoying the ride. That's the ultimate goal, I think. So beautiful. I love it. I feel like I can have like tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I want that. Give me some of that. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, you guys. I am so, 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 so happy that you were able to just experience some of this magic and that you can take this information and create some of those shifts for your shift shifts. Did I just swear? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Get rid of that shit and create some shifts <laughs> for yourself. Whew, what an amazing episode. I know the audio on that was a little rocky, and next time it will definitely be okay. I think we were just having some internet connection issues, but if you enjoyed it, I want to encourage you to rate the podcast and give us a five-star review. The podcast has been something that has been a passion project of mine, and when I'm able to bring guests on to Align as a New Hustle and share their message and help other people spread their light even further, we can take that light one step further by leaving a review and rating it so that it helps other people to find us. Now, if you have an iPhone, simply go on into iTunes, search Alignment is a New Hustle, and you will see at the top where you can subscribe, rate, and review. And I have a little thank you gift. If you leave me a review and you are an entrepreneur and you're looking to grow and scale your business, I have a business boosting bundle that I will send your way. If you leave a review, simply screenshot it and let me know. You can send it to support at jodykedwards.com. You can send it to me via DM just so I can see your screenshot of your review and I will send you a biz boosting bundle that is going to help you gain clients and customers for your business consistently and help you beat the Instagram algorithm. That's right. I'm going to give you some Instagram training and you can't find it anywhere else on the market. And I'm so, so, so excited to share this with you as a very special thank you for leaving a review.